Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, wonderful human family. I hope that you're doing amazing. It's such a privilege and an honor to be with you, sending you a massive energetic hug through the airwaves. We have part two of the episode with Jeffrey and Clayton. And if you've listened to part one, you realize that this is an incredible episode that we dive deep. And now in this one, we're going to explore a little bit about their their company and their uh, work with Focus Life Force Energy and what that does and how it works. It's pretty fascinating. Um, so in this one, um, we get into some really deep topics. We talk about uh, true statements about God. We talk about increasing ab- abundance. We talk about gratitude as the multiplier of good. Uh, we talk about why God is innate, um, the most powerful statements we can make about ourselves, um, powerful statements for improving self-esteem, self-worth, and self-love. Um, so this second part is tr- true and pure gold. It's amazing. I, I know you're going to love it. Um, thank you so much for listening, for your time. If you like this episode, please share it. Um, talk about it with your friends. Um, the other thing that you can do is you can leave a review on iTunes. That helps a ton. If you would leave a review and do that for me, I would appreciate it. Um, but the best thing that you can do is an act of kindness uh, for someone today. That that shows me you really are getting the message of the episodes. And um, three acts of kindness a day for a week. That's a kindness challenge. So please take that. If, you, uh, if it resonates with you, worst case scenario, you're an awesome human for a week. And just let me know you're taking it on social media or somewhere like that um, so that I know that, you know, the, the podcast is working. That's what it's about. It's about making um, it a better life for you and, and your community and your friends and a better life for, you know, everybody. And we do that through, you know, improving ourselves and uh, making an impact and actually taking action. So um, if you take that challenge, just let me know and I would appreciate it if you do that. Um, what else do we got? Um, check out mapbelair.com, sign up for the email list. If you want a free lucid dreaming, just go forward slash lucid dreaming and you'll get an ebook and guided meditation to help you lucid dream quickly and easily. Um, I'm getting ready to go to the Parliament of World Religions with David Lone Bear Senapass. Um, we are definitely working on some amazing stuff. We could definitely use some help. Me personally, anybody out there um, who's an administrative assistant, um, because more and more people are reaching out. They want to come on the podcast, and I just don't have the bandwidth. Um, I would produce even more than I'm producing if I had a bit of help. So um, anybody who would be willing to put in 10 to 15 hours a week um, for a little bit and support the show, that would be amazing. Could also use graphic designers, web people, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if the show resonates and you want to help and you have that bit of time, then just let me know because it helps. And uh, check out LoneBearsArts.com. Support David Lonebear Senapass. He's truly an amazing individual. If you guys want some coaching, you can check out the forum on the website as well. And that's it. I'm going to stop rambling and just get into this incredible part two because it is awesome. Um, so before we get into it, just let's come to a powerful state of peace and coherence. So just taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just set the intention to come to total peace and presence right now in this moment and just let that breath out slowly with all the cares, all the task lists, all the worries, just letting it out slowly. Taking in another deep breath in through the nose, holding that breath and just feeling one thing that you're grateful for, just calling in one thing that you're really grateful for. Maybe it's a friend, a family worker, having a job, a roof over your head, a car, being able to walk, being able to see, being able to hear, um, living wherever you live in in shelter, uh, having family, somebody that loves you, just one thing you're really grateful for. And now just let that breath out slowly with all the self-limitations, the self-criticisms. Taking one more deep breath in through your nose holding that breath and just amplifying the feeling of gratitude and love and appreciation. I want you to send that energy out to all your friends, to all your family, to all your community, to all your your enemies, to anybody who's ever given you a problem, to all the planet. I'm sending you that energy now of my love, support, well wishes, encouragement, inspiration, courage, all sent to you listening. All right. I think that we are all set and ready to get into the second part with Clayton Stedman 
and Jeffrey Stegman. Yeah, so share, if you can, some of those clearly defined programs for abundance, uh, spiritual awakening, and like the highest consciousness connection with all good things if, if you have them. And how does this tech work? Where does it come from? And what does it do? It's a lot. So, well, maybe I'll start with the start with the tech because yeah, it, it, we we tend to you know we're so deep in this you know it's hard to go back to the beginning but you know if you think about what Nikola Tesla was doing originally in his work um, he was tuning you know high high voltage all high speed alternating currents uh, as they went through coils and and wires and plates. And that's essentially what our original machine was doing in that it was pulling from all the available energy uh, in the universe, you know, in through the tuning of these fields of high, high speed alternating current. So you had input stacks that were pulling in this, you could say life force energy or, or energy that's available there. And, and a uh, output stack that would create a very high consciousness field. And that field is where the quantum resonance with the properties through a legal address or through a uh, coordinates or, or photograph, originally a photograph was used. And that's where the programs go. Now, it's since evolved beyond the, the alternating current where we're able to take the field and amplify it in many different ways in order to get this, this worldwide reach um, where the thoughts are amplified, you could say, and this quantum resonance or connection is happening. So that's, that's the, tech, the tech side. You know, it really began with high-speed alternating current we found ways to amplify it, you know, the, the, the present, the energy that's present and create this quantum entanglement or quantum resonance is a better word with the property. I kind of, well, I kind of get it, but, but, <laughs> but, but not, is it like a big coil? Like a, like a, or like how they, like a satellite dish that sends something out like that. And how, once, once you hit a field, how do you know if it's working or not? How do you measure it? Well, it's not, it's not a dish. So we're not, we're not projecting energy is not projected. There's no EMFs. There's no energies like that, that are, that are projected. You could say it's more like a garden hose that, you know, one end is in the field and the other end is in the property. And that garden hose may snake through some various things we wanted to go through, but you know, every, every bit of energy that goes in here is coming out the other end instantly. You know, there's no, there's no projection and it's really unlocking the potential that's already in every location. You know, in, in these quantum, these quantum technologies, these consciousness technologies, I mean, we, did, we can go back to the simplest form, which was, is our own thought, our own intentions. And we know that we can instantly pray for someone and at that same instant, they're feeling it. There's no delay. There's no like, it's got to go through the byways in a waveform. It's an instant connection. And that's exactly what we're doing. It's exactly the same technology that we humans have in that, but we're able to run it 24 seven. That's the difference. Um, but that, you know, we know that connection of twins have with each other. Something happens to one, the other one knows instantly. It's that same connection um, that we've really discovered how to leverage in an amplified form to, to do this, to create this technology. Kind of got it, Clayton. You want to add on to that? Because I'm going to ask another question. <laughs> you had a, a big machine, Matt. And how is this happening? What's it's, happening? It's, it, it happens. It's uh, it's it's hard to imagine. You have a you have, let's say you went into like IKEA and they sold thought machines, and you went and you bought a big thought machine, and you brought it home, you unpacked it, and you opened it up, and you had this insert here, 
and you have an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and paper and you write out what your prayer is for somebody. I bless Matt Belair. Please, uh, please help him be strong and fit in his competition. Uh, help him, uh, you know, so you could write out the nicest things you can imagine for yourself. You can put that in there. That's what we have. We have a, a thought machine and we write out these thoughts. It used to be on little pieces of three by five cards because that's all we could fit in the output stack. And then we made the output stack bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we figured we're going to run out of room. So we put a piece of paper in the output stack to, to tell it to go to the database so we could put everything in the database. And, and it automatically associates with the database and sends it from there. Okay. Kind of, yeah, that helps a yeah. Bit. it helps a bit. It's a so, prayer machine. And you put, you how put does it in. work? Quantum like, resonance. Like, what, is it look like a computer? Is it look like a, what does it look like? How does this work? Like, where does, where does like, it looks like a Tesla laboratory, the original one. Really? Yeah. It has, it has these big stacks that just said, so you got big crystals and plates and cones and copper tubing. And, you know, it's like eight feet tall and it's mounted to the wall. So it doesn't fall over. And there's several of these and they go down into an output stack and you have this little bottom at the output stack and then you have all this stuff going out to amplify the energy going out of the input stack. That's nuts. Do you have pictures of it? I want to see this thing. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like a secret lab or something, but it sounds incredible. Okay, so we got, I got that now. I got a clear image yeah. that there's a thing that exists. Oh, now, that's a how real do thing, you- yeah how do you find the coordinates if I'm like receiving the good vibes and I'm going to go back cause I'm curious and maybe you guys are, are forgetting or avoiding. I don't know. I don't think so. But what's the, uh, like if you have a program for highest, so what I'm going to ask for, if I'm putting in the prayer and that, you know, this is my prayer is like um, for me and, and it's kind of loosely defined, but that's where um, I think that the clarity in word is so important because I know over time when I look at my journal, like in a year, even sometimes months, I thought I was refined and then I rewrite the thing and it's infinitely mm-hmm. clear. So one of the things is, um, you know, like I want my life to be of service for the highest and best good of all. Um, and then I had to add in, uh, you know, also that, um, my unique skills and gifts are being used and in complete alignment for the highest good of all. And so that way mm-hmm. I am embodying who I am and what I do and what my joy is while I'm serving And the way it's like, Oh, well actually you can go do this. But I think, you know, when you are serving, it is aligned with who you are. So that's one of those um, things. Um, and then when I try to think about, um, prayers or ask to evolve my consciousness in a way and, and, uh, how I live my life. Um, to clearly define it as a, is a challenge, you know what I mean? So I want to be like, um, as, uh, aware and aligned and clear minded and, um, you know, um, you know, emotionally sound see, and I'm, I can't even word it really great now. So I'm curious if you guys can maybe support me in that. Cause I would love to see those. So I'm like, Oh, cool. That's the wording. You know what I mean? And I can adapt and I can use it and people can also use it for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd love, to, yeah I'd, love to give, I'd love to give you the perfect wording that would like, all we'd have to do is read it and we'd all ascend. But, but yes. <laughs> yes. But I, you know, I think what we're finding, which is so, you know, even more fascinating is that we all have that ability anyway. Like all that we're trying to do with this, this passion that we have, this, this FLFP, is create an environment that's free of restraint. And then let us do the, do the work we're here to do because we're all, we're all so powerful. If we can clear the deck um, of negative influences and create a high vibrating field that we're in, we naturally, we naturally go. Like we, we had a customer recently who it was just the right time. I mean, he had been doing his work all his life and he, he, Put, it, put FLFP on this property. His pool went to 700 for some reason, which was he would just get in his pool and just get so completely blissed out. But he just went on a tear of consciousness raising because just once things got cleared away, his, his being, his connection just flowered. And I think that's, we're all ready to go. We're all racehorses ready to go. And those, the environment, you know, we're just looking to create the environment to let us be our, be all that we can be. And I'm not sure it's so much about what's like the perfect statement. It's like, let's clear the deck of all the, all the negative influences that are holding us back. 
you know, some of them are historic, some are, you know, multi-lifetime, some are intentional, you know, holding us back. Let's clear the deck, you know, EMFs, all those influences, let's clear the deck so that we can, we can grow. Well, I hear what you're saying there. So maybe, maybe the programs, what you're talking about is more about clearing. And what I, to add on to your statement, the way that I kind of phrase it is that like you look at your computer and you've got like a thousand programs running and that's like your consciousness. You wake up and it's just like all the crap you got to do and it goes nuts. And so you don't have any time and you're getting bombarded or like a fish in polluted water. You're getting all of this stuff that's throwing you way out of whack and you actually don't even need anything. It's just that you're getting, you know, all of this chaos and bombardment and you just need to clear it out once it's cleared out then you're just functioning as you should and everything kind of takes care of itself so and the question that i was asking maybe not the perfect statement but when you guys are defining these programs and writing it out are you so you're just focusing on the clearing you haven't gone like so for abundance you know what i mean you could say you know um i want a million dollars it's probably not like the most aligned statement you could probably upgrade that you know what i mean i you know i intend to have money flow to me easily through service to others or something. We're getting a little bit better. So I'm curious if you guys have defined any of that or you're more focused on the, the clearing. Well, we have the clearing first. So we clear the negative energy. Then we have the enhancement. So once you clear, it's like painting your house. You wash the walls first before you paint so you're not painting over dirt. And then you energize the environment so you can take up the 560. And then you put all the things in like the best relationship, the best functioning of all the organs and glands. Uh, the best connection, the best capacity to connect with others. Um, so I don't have off the top of my head the abundance formula that I could give you, but I think I can maybe give you something that will help. So here's a here's a statement that's a that's a thousand of a thousand in terms of abundance, and it's uh, gratitude is the great multiplier of our good. Now, if you say gratitude is a great multiplier, it's not as high. I don't like the word, use the D word that often, but that's one that I wanted to find out where gratitude fit into my relationship with life. So I did a lot of research on gratitude. So I found, so that's an affirmation that's a thousand of a thousand. So if you're looking at increasing your abundance, you could just start writing out like what John did with his liver. Thank you. Thank you for all the abundance in my life. Thank you for the good clean water that I'm able to drink today. Thank you for the money that I do have. Thank you for the cell phone that works all the time. I've just taken it for granted most of the time. Thank you for this computer connection that's allowing us to talk today. So if you stay in a place of gratitude, you will probably stay or move up into the 500s if you're not there, into the 540s, into the 550s, which is unconditional love. And from that place, you become, as Jeff said, more and more powerful as a manifester. Because one person on the planet at 600, and there's only like maybe 13 or 14 people that live at 600 all the time on the planet, but one person at 600 counterbalances, counterbalances for 10 million people below 200. So if you're able to hold that much light, you're counterbalancing for millions and millions of people. So you're doing a great service just being in the world. That's and, amazing. And, yeah, that's a really, it's in the back of Hawkins' uh, book, Power vs. Force. I was going to make a joke and say, you're welcome, but then I don't want to seem conceited. Or like, yes. um, well, okay. That's interesting. And that's, there we go. Now we're getting where I was trying to go. Okay. So that statement. So the, the statement is gratitude is the great multitude multiplier of our, of our good oh okay cool i got yeah i got multiplier of our good all right that's what i'm talking about and when you say that it sounds true mm -hmm. i like it. it's it resonates it sounds true so two questions one can you give me more of that good stuff i want to know some of the more of those true statements two how in the baloney do you measure that how do you know that like how do you know it's like a thousand of a thousand eight twenty two you know, what, what scale of measurement are you using? Because you could say, well, this is a 24. Like, how the heck do I know that? So I'll try to think of some other high statements, Jeff, if you want to explain how the measurement part goes. I don't know if I have any off the top of my head. Well, uh, what we would do is write out the statement. So you have the statement on a piece of paper, and then you would measure the level of consciousness using kinesiology. And I should say that I also, I also use dowsing. I use a pendulum. So you would make a statement like, see what I'm looking at the, that sentence. 
the level of consciousness of this sentence calibrates on the Hawkins scale at 200 or more. You know, measures is true. 300 or more measures true. You know, 900 or more measures is true. Maybe a thousand or more measures is false. So then you go back. Okay, 910 true. 920 true. 930 true. 940 false. 930 true again. 935 true, 936 true, 937 false. So that's how you arrive. You're making statements and um, you're either checking with kinesiology, whether you're strong or weak with each statement, or in, in my case, I do use a pendulum and I'm training my pendulum to circulate in a certain way when the statement's true and the other way when it's not true. And we haven't really talked about it, but there's all these protocols that Clayton developed or discovered in Hawkins work and then developed as well to test yourself, to make sure that your, first of all, your polarity hasn't switched and yes is no and no is yes. Um, and that you're clear of restraints. So that your mind isn't in the way that your karma isn't in the way of getting a good uh, result in the testing. So, it's very humbling and you know you'll test something you think you have an answer and you're testing whether um you're free and clean you're not you know there's something in your history that's you know your mind's in the way got it okay now i'm now i'm putting i'm putting all the pieces together and so Okay, I get it. So you're using the kinesiology um, to kind of like up the scale, see where it's at, because like, you know, you could use just common sense, you know what I mean? Like you could say like, I don't know, um, I can fly 9,000 miles an hour. It's like, well, no, you can't, you know, but you can right. say like, you know, <laughs> I can jump, you can jump, cool. And you, you know, it resonates and then you're using the body's intelligence, um, kind of right. trying to give it over to that and using the, what's it called? Something kinesiology? Consciousness kinesiology. Right. Fascinating. Okay. So, so, oh, sorry. Do you want to speak on that? Because I got excited well, about just, a question. Yeah. I mean, since we're tapping into the body, right? The body's connected to divinity. Mm -hmm. So, yes. another way is you can just feel your heart. So, you make a statement. For me, my heart is expanding if it's true. Mm. And if I make a statement and it's not true, I can feel contraction. Right. So, so that's another tool everyone can use to test truth. That's simple and I dig it and I got to make sure that I write that down um, because it's hard to know what the truth is out there these days, man. Um, you know, I study and go down the rabbit holes and, you know, at the end of it, it's like, this is what I researched. I have no idea. You know what I mean? Trump could be like the greatest guy of all time. And I've heard that. I've heard from like some secret space type of people. And it's like, no, he's like, he's in the weeds and he's like getting people out, you know, and there's a lot of stuff happening, right? But he looks like a, you know, putts on the outside kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, people, and then some people love him, some people hate him. Um, but, and then I'll look in like whatever conspiracy rabbit holes are like, you know, things like I'm sure you guys are aware of, of like archons and like, oh, when you die, you get caught in this net of like, I'm like, it just can get insane. And I'm like, I have no idea, but it's fascinating. And all I really know is my direct truth. But, you know, that, that is so empowering to have a system where you're just trying to monitor your own truth because only you can know, especially when it's an idea. I can say meditation is good for you and it's an idea. Maybe it's not good for you, right? It could be terrible for you. Um, you know, I could say bananas are good for you. I think bananas are, and maybe it's terrible for you. So you to have your own guidance system um, is really key. So I think that that's such a beautiful point of just like, does your heart, expand or does it contract and you being your own guide not because we're we're yes. conditioned from birth to look out for somebody else to tell us and even yep. all the work that i've done and having the podcast i still am like that i'm looking for somebody to tell me what to do all the damn time rather than me doing it myself and i do it myself a lot but that's like the conditioning you know that i need to you know be your own master make your own decisions um you have the power within you you know use your own guidance and then get feedback from the field from people you respect and trust and honor them, you know? Um, so it's a little bit of a side note. So you can add on to that, but I like this thing about true statements. So can you make a true statement? What is the truest statement you can make about God? Have you guys thought about that? That's a question. That's an <laughs> intense question. <laughs> Well, Clayton, do you have one handy there? Well, I, I worked up a, uh, 
a thousand out of a thousand forgiveness statement for you, Matt. And I'm going to, and I put it in the chat. So we'll talk about this and how you be measure the level of truth of this forgiveness statement. Right? So the question you just had was what was the most powerful, what was that? Just repeat the question again. What is the truest statement you can make about God? Well, I don't know that. I think there's a lot of really high, high state, highly truthful statements I can make about God. So the way that I'm thinking about this now is, uh, you could say God is all there is. That calibrates a thousand of a thousand. You could say uh, God is the one creator that's created all things. Maybe that calibrates a thousand of a thousand. So you could have 500 statements about God that would calibrate at a thousand of a thousand. So I think we probably need to dig into what you're trying to accomplish by what's the most powerful statement that you can make about God. And this is the kind of stuff that Jeff and I had to sort of talk about for hours because we're trying to create an outcome, right? So the, the outcome is the context. What are you trying to achieve? So, so Matt, what are you trying to achieve by making that, that statement? I just thought it was an awesome question because God is like. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great question. You turn on the, the squirrel and he's trying to grab the chestnut now, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah, just like, you know, because people are curious about that, right? You go into yeah. like spirituality, afterlife, and things like that, but it's so curious. We're not, um, that's not the right word, but like, interesting to think about these things in depth man and these are this is why i have the podcast and this is what i've been doing in my life is trying to have conversations around meaning and then you know it's brilliant to define the contest contact and figure out what the outcome is so yes that's that's awesome and you guys are doing that so i think even on your website if i haven't um yeah, i remember when we spoke as like you know more education and you guys put on some education on there which i think is brilliant and then as you guys define these statements having them there somewhere you know where we can read through these true statements so i'd love to hear the one on forgiveness and then you know i kind of wrote out like what is uh you know what is the truest um true statement so you you answered the god one easily which was awesome um and then so there could be multiple ones but maybe it's just like what's the true statement we can use to um find peace each and every day what's a true statement we can um we can define to live our life's purpose uh to have a happy life to um um expand our consciousness and basically get into buddha mind what, what's the limit there you know can i get to a point where i'm like jesus christ consciousness and i float around on a on a cloud recently i, I felt like it's possible, but more acceptance of like the limitation that I have, you know, more acceptance of like, it's more around the perspective and the joy that I can bring into each moment as like imperfection. And I might not get to that space of, um, you know, I'm just like literally the yogi on the cloud idea and it's all perfect in my mind, but maybe, maybe it can happen. Um, and maybe people are there, but you know, finding more peace and resonance with the way things are and who I am and where I am in the process, I feel is, is more aligned with that idea. So I just ranted a lot. Can you guys want to pick up and help me out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I read truth versus, uh, sorry, when I read power versus force, I thought if kinesiology actually works the way that he's saying it can work, and that's the holy grail because I can measure the truth of things. Everybody can measure the truth. There's no outside authority. There's no church. There's no corporation. There's no education system. There's no parent even. I thought, you know, I'm not saying those are all bad, but you have your own connection to divinity and you have your own connection to divinity and you can access that in a, in a verifiable scientific manner and it's not all about science it's about sometimes just relaxing and being human but when you're trying to find truth like you are and like all of us are how do you know what's true so that's why i, I dedicated my life to, uh, to understanding kinesio conscious kinesiology it took me you know it took me five years to figure out i had to reverse engineer the protocols in hawkins work because i didn't feel like they were complete so we can talk about that story, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I just wanted to say that I hear you. Like that's what we're all looking for. How do we know what the truth is? And then how do we live it and get out of our own way? I wish, yeah. I, could tell you, I, wish I could tell you in one sentence. I don't have the answer. <laughs> what cool. was the forgiveness uh, statement? Please? Oh, well, 
you want to you want to go to the next thing, Matt, or you want to just? Yeah, well, I'd love to know that statement, and if you want to, and if you got somewhere, but I definitely want to know what that statement is. Yeah, sure, sure. So I have a, a manifestation statement because we're talking about manifestation, and the history of this statement came out of studying energetic medicine. So I've created a couple of energetic medicine tools. They both calibrate a thousand. I have a thousand. So in these in these energetic medicine tools, people express thoughts that help them clear the issue. That's what energetic medicine's about. So one of the most powerful things we can do is we can do forgiveness work, right? So if you say, I forgive myself for whatever I've done in this, this life or any other life that's holding me back from manifesting my intention. So let's say that calibrates at 550. I don't know exactly what it calibrates at. Let's just assume it calibrates 550. So if you say, I forgive myself and everyone else for anything that's ever happened, that's hold, you know, in this lifetime or any other, that's holding me back from manifesting my intention. So let's say that calibrates at 650. If you say, I forgive myself, everyone, and everything, That's holding me back from manifesting my intention. Let's say it calibrates at like 720. If you say I forgive myself, everyone, and everything involved in this experience, including God, goes to like say 900. If you say I forgive myself, everyone, and everything involved in this experience, including God, and I turn any of these issues over to my higher power to heal. That's a thousand of a thousand. So that's what kinesiology can do. You can write out something, you can test its level of truth, you can add a thought and subtract a thought and add a thought and subtract a thought, and you can test its level of consciousness. And you know, it took me 18 months and like 600,000 calibrations to get my first energetic medicine tool to a thousand of a thousand. That was after five years of figuring out how to do the testing because I didn't know all these things. I, you know, you have to forgive yourself, everyone, and everything involved in its experience, including God. And then you turn it over to your higher power to heal because our power is limited. But God's power is unlimited. So you have to forgive God, then turn it over to God, which may be a paradox in some people's mind. But there's no way to get it to a thousand of a thousand that I found without having all those thoughts. And then you have to add, you know, then you add the thought in this incarnation or in any other incarnation as part of that. I didn't want to repeat that all and make it too kind of wordy, but uh, I'll just uh, send that to you there. It's in the chat. So you can take that. And uh, so we could add in there in this incarnation and, and, you know, and in, and, and in any other incarnation. And that's what, and that's what the promise of kinesiology holds for whoever can learn it as you can you can make these statements and you can work them and work them and work them just like sets and reps, Matt, you just work it and work it until you get it super clean. Okay. Wow. Well, that's an awesome example. And what it makes me think of is the Apono uh, Ono. Uh, yeah. And there's some interesting studies on that. What's the, what's the process of that? Um, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Mm -hmm. I love you. Thank you. Something like that. Yeah, there's different versions of it. That's really close. Yeah. yeah. And so it's that, that power of forgiveness. And, and I think that there is massive, massive power in forgiveness. And that's a, an awesome statement. I'm curious, do you have a collection of these? Like from you've gone to work, like it's like a PDF with all of these. And this is like the meat and potatoes that I'm talking about. These things to be yeah. listed if you're putting all that time in. Because it, when it gets clean, like it resonates. When you say it's true statement, it resonates. You know, and you, you can feel it. And so even just getting really clear with these statements um, and in operating from that level of consciousness right away um, is powerful. And then I'm already thinking of just sitting down with you guys and having the conversation about anxiety, having it about depression. What is somebody thinking? What's the untrue statement? What's the true statement? Then you have it. And if somebody is empowered with that statement, it's going to shift them instantly. You know what I mean? Within like, not, we're not talking years. You don't have to go to psychoanalysis. You don't have to go to all this stuff. You just need to figure out what that true statement is. Activate these simple principles of just saying it, asking for help, writing it down, saying true statements, 
you're good. Like, you know, with the people that I've been working with, I've been astounded with how fast they're shifting, but not really either. Right. Because all it is, is their, their neurology and their way of thinking is one way, you know, it's materialism and it's fear on this unconscious thing about getting more chestnuts. Right. It's just like, Hey bro, like, you know, our lady, it's not all about the chestnuts. Like, what do you want to do? Right. And we get clear on that and then boom, things start to shift and they're less anxious. Um, they're able to create more. And like you said, as you go up the scale, they're like, Whoa, I just, you know, manifested this thing. And so it's really a process of letting go that heavy density. If that's how that feels like shame and anger and guilt, you can, it's heavy and you let that go. And then boom, you put on your angel wings or whatever you want to think about. And you're like, Ooh, I'm manifesting. And it's okay when you're in abundance um, you can share that, but you also, you got to teach yourself how to swim. Most of us are like drowning and flailing in the water. And that's when we get really competitive and, and scared. People are scared. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know if I can put a roof over my head. I don't know if my, uh, um, future is secure. I'm afraid. And so I'm doing this thing, um, you know, that might not be good because I can't imagine not being afraid. So, um, I don't know if you guys want to speak on that or I can figure out a question for you. Well, I'll start with this one, Jeff. I'll let you pick it up. Um, and all the research I've done in all energetic medicine, there's one quick little statement. And it was the one that I used when I was coming down from Whitewater, which is a ski hill up here. I tapped the brakes, one wheel locked up, and I started spinning, going down the road. And like, snow banks like 10 feet on each side you know and i figured this could not this could turn out not well and i'm spinning then i got a jeep right i'm in a, like a little two-door jeep wrangler so i'm at center gravity side i figured this could be a rolling i'm going down a hill and it was just like help me god you're invoking spiritual will at age 50 it's three words i mean if you're comfortable with the god word great you can find something else help me nature Help me Buddha, help me Christ, help me Zoroaster, help me Muhammad. I mean, these, 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 these people represent God to us. But it's just like, help me, God. Show, uh, help, me, help me see how I can you know, find joyous, well-paid work so I can put a roof over my head and support myself. Help me. You know, that would be the prayer. Help me, uh, help me find a way to... Uh, see how to exercise so I can take care of my body regularly because I'm, I mean, I'm not exercising enough. Please help me see that way. And then the next thing is, it's helped me with the will to carry it out. Not only to see it, but help me with the will to do it and do it consistently and, you know, help it. Please help me find a way to, to uh, get all the other things I want to get done in my schedule or see the reasons or see the things I need to let go so that this can be a regular part of my life. So, you know, please help me. That, is some just core beautiful i just call meat and potatoes i gotta figure out a better but like man if, if you just said that statement and like all podcasts are done that's like beautiful and you know even in my life i don't know if i say that enough yet and there's a point in your life i have i have almost died many times um two of them were very slow and <laughs> I like and I had to like go, oh no, like I might die. This is pretty intense. <laughs> and both of those times, you bet your ass. I was like, oh God, please help me. And it's funny because you get to that point. And even if you're an atheist, I you will do it. I promise you. I don't care how strong you think you're an atheist. If that ever happens, you're totally gonna, gonna ask something. Um, so yeah, it's a really um truthful and beautiful statement. Uh I don't know, Jeff, you want to add on to that, but I wanted to just kind of double down on, on the brilliance. If that's all the state, if you have nothing in personal development or self-help or spirituality and you got that one, just ask every day for help. And it literally says, ask and it is given. And, and from studying with this Native American elder who it rubbing shoulders with the Dalai Lama and all the spiritual leaders in the world, he, that's basically the spirit. He's the spiritual like master ninja of the Mi'kmaq, you know what I mean? He's coming here to share 20,000 year history of the star teachings. This guy's phenomenal. And he's just simple. He's just like, how do you talk to spirit? He's like, you just talk out loud to ask. He's like, and he's like, and I was like, well, how do I ask for what I want? He's just like, well, how do you order at a restaurant? He's like, just ask for what you want. <laughs> it's like, it's so simple, but we don't do it. You know, we're stuck yeah. in the things of like not doing it. So I'm going to stop ranting and see if Jeff, you want to chime in on any of that? I don't think I can improve on that one. Uh, but it's just asking for asking more often for those mm. little things mm -hmm. not, not when we're 
you know, about to, about to pass over possibly. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I've found is in my own life is asking those little things. And it's, I think part of what we overcome is feeling worthy enough to ask for help. And it's humbling, uh, as well that I need help. I, I can't figure it out. I can't do it. I need help. And so that humbling is part of, let's ask for those little things. I need help getting this cap off this water bottle. You know, I mean, it's just, let's say, where do we need help? I mean, it's, it's those little parts of life. And then when we get used to asking and then there comes the gratitude. Wow. Thank you. And the two together, I, I, I think we could just stop now. I mean, that's the most powerful way to live. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. And you know, what it makes me think about when you're asking continuously, you know, th that humbling is, we really don't know what's going on. We don't like we can go into science and like how a, a you know, a tree is, is grown and things like that. But you, you don't like really, really know, you know what I mean? You can look at the molecules and different stuff, but it's mysterious as heck. We don't know exactly like how our heart is beating, you know, when we go to sleep, and we don't die, we wake back up, you know, we're looking around, pretty much like monkeys. And we have no idea how anything is actually happening. Yeah. And you know yeah. what I mean? There's like scientists really, in, there's a, I think right. uh, Dawkins talks about is it, like the intelligent people, you get stuck because you're really intelligent and then your mind is stuck, but that's all your mind can conceive. It's not like the infinite. And that's where that humbling is. It's like, holy smokes. And when we're asking this thing, we're now participating with that mystery with that bigger thing, with that force that's supporting you and your experience. You only have your own consciousness. You only have your own life experience. And you are, you know, the God, the creator, the thing influencing that environment. And it, and it shows like a very interactive way in a very humble way and also a very spiritual way. Um, and I think it's uh, really, really beautiful. Um, I did have a question, but I don't know. Do you want to add on to that, Clayton? This was, that was awesome. Yeah, no, that's... Uh... Yeah, uh, humility and gratitude. Um, I thought I'd add something on for you because you're an athlete, Matt. And I had a, uh, I worked with a, a, per a person who owned a yoga studio. And he was saying, what, how can I enhance my yoga, my yoga practice with these principles? And uh, so I spent a lot of time figuring out because I was really curious about it. And I figured out that when you're, when you're stretching in yoga, the most powerful thing you can do to allow your body to relax and go into a pose is just saying, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. That was the most powerful thing that I could figure out at the time to help. So you can try that as an athlete when you're stretching in particular. I don't know about weight training or strength or trying to exert yourself, but you're trying to relax and get into a pose. It was that, it was, I forgive myself, I forgive myself. And I've noticed that I don't do a lot of yoga, but when I have done it and I'm stretching, I just can get into a pose and I can stay there. And I just keep saying, I forgive myself. So I think the body's, I think the tension that we're holding mm. is due to lack of forgiveness to a degree. I, I don't know how much, but that was the statement. So as an athlete, you can do a, you can do a beta test on that one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I remember the question I want to ask. It's about like self-worth and self-esteem and self-love. So maybe off the top of your head, you might have something or we could work it out or, or figure it out. But, you know, many people, yeah, I don't know what percentage, like 95% of people working on self-love. I'm working on it, you know, to say the statement, uh, I love myself totally and completely. And look at how honest that is. Um, you know, now if you can get to like above 50%, that's good. You know, mm -hmm. you can get above 80, you're rock and rolling. You can get to 90%. You can, if you get to 100%, I think that's almost like, you know, where we're looking at like Christ consciousness type of stuff because it's not like this egoic thing. It's just like allowing yourself to be here. And, you know, we all make mistakes, you know, like I make on a daily basis, we're making mistakes. Um, but we have this coding that like makes us feel shame and guilt. And I think that that, you know, brings in that rigid, rigidity, rigidity, there we go. And, uh, and that stiffness and the stretching and we, the body holds it on, you know, and it's, and it's not ideal. And I had this thought the other day and I want to bring it up to you gentlemen, um, as in my journal doing the work because, you know, I'm, um, 
crappy to myself too. You know, I'm doing the process. You know, I was, I've been hearing some nice compliments lately and they're hard to take. You know, people have just like this. I was interviewed on a podcast. He's like, I see you as a master. I was like, I didn't know how to take that. Then I was like, I kind of was able to receive it, but I didn't receive it good. You know, <laughs> I was like, I kind of liked it. I was like, thank you for that. But like, I can't, you know, master, like, what do you mean? But it was good timing because I wrote an article called how to be a spiritual master in a day. And I'd recently figured this out and it was from David Lombert Senapass. And it's, it's very simple. Um, a master does three acts of kindness a day and doesn't expect anything in return. So you can be a master any single day, no matter what you believe, how much, yoga you do how aligned your chakras are um you know a, a master to me right now is like somebody who does does acts of kindness helps people and then doesn't ask any return i was like that's that's cool for me um but i'm working on the self-love piece i'm working on that and i would love to upgrade that and i think a lot of people are working on that it's like self-love self-esteem getting to calibrate between 90 and 100 and say i love myself and you actually do i forgive myself and you actually do um, and then, so the last thing I'm going to rant about is this statement when I was kind of working through that in my journal was, I was going to sleep and, um, I was like, how can I get my, my life to the point where I don't even want to go to sleep and I can't wait to get up. That would be a beautiful life experience to shoot for. So I just wanted to make all those statements and then throw it back to you fine gentlemen. Mm. Well, while Matt was talking, I was writing and calibrating, Jeff. So why don't you, you just talk for a minute? I got a thousand of a thousand statement here, and I'll talk about the sequence. So this is the kinesiology thing. This is what we do. Right? Well, if you've got it, if you need me to stall while you finish it up. No, you... I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you me some time here. <laughs> so I got this written down here. It's kind of chicken scratchy. Do you want me to run with it, or you want to say something to that, Jeff? I don't want to. No, go ahead. I, I'm, 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 I got goosebumps already. So. Okay, so if we say, if we're talking about what's the most powerful statement we can say to, to love ourselves, right? So if we say, I love myself, five, that's 500, right? If we say, I love myself just the way I am, let's assume that's about 550. I'd have to take the time to really test this out. I'm kind of doing it on the fly, but you can see the sequence of thought, right? I love myself. If you say, I love myself just the way I am, that's higher. If you say, I love and accept myself just the way I am, let's say that's like 600. I do have a thousand one. I love, accept, and forgive myself just the way I am. Say so that's like 700. If you say, help me, Lord, to love, to love, accept, and forgive myself just the way I am. That's a thousand. You're calling on higher power to help you. So if you just say, help me God to love myself, maybe that's about like 600, right? So you need to love, accept, and forgive. Those are the triune kind of things, right? So if you say, help me Lord to love and forgive myself just the way I am. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm getting a little bit, I'm starting to question that. I'd have to really probably take the time to pull this apart. Because typically when you say, when you call in the spiritual will, that statement calibrates over 850, right? So I'm kind of doing this on the fly. So because I know the principle of using spiritual will and how things calibrate high in energetic medicine, I'm going to assume that I need to go back and look at that data because I would assume that when you would call in a higher power to help you that that statement would be over 850. So, you know, I'm just trying to do this on the fly. I'm a little bit self-conscious, but you can see the delineation and how when you add enough things to make it complete, it's complete, but you don't want to have like a 500 word treatise. You just want to have the clear, concise, simple truth as fast as you can do it. So that when you need it, it's like, help me God. Okay. Now that one you can remember. Um, could you say that again, Clayton, the, the full statement? Uh, I love, accept, and forgive myself. So be, you know, help me, Lord, or help me, God, to love, accept, and forgive myself just the way I am. Yeah, boy, I can feel that one. Yeah, it sounds it's beautiful like, to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, tears start to come up. 
Yeah, so what we would do, Matt, is we would write these out and we would test them and we double, we multiple people would test it before we ever put anything on paper. So we're really careful about that stuff, but we're just trying to do it on the fly. And just for me, it's like, I'm always thinking, how do I create up the, the incentive for people to study kinesiology? Because I know what it's done for me and I know it's done for us and our company and our lives. And I'd like to see more people get really good at it. And we don't teach it. It's not our, we're not doing that yet. We're just trying to do as much good with the information that we have. And, um, but, you know, I'd like to see more people learn kinesiology so they can unravel these things for themselves. Right. Yeah. How else would you know? Like, what's the difference between one truth and another? At some point, it comes down to belief systems. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that statement, I'm glad you worked on that because it's a you know, really beautiful and useful statement. And I just want to add in, um, we talked about it a little bit before, but those of you who are allergic to the word God, um, like I, I don't think that it's your perception. You guys can correct me if you, you're, if you think I'm not gonna put words in your mouth for me when I, like I, when I was younger, I, I didn't, I was, uh, raised, um, Baptist and I didn't like the idea of a bearded guy condemning me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm grow a beard so I can go toe to toe with him. Um, but it didn't make any sense that this guy was going to condemn me. You know what I mean? And then also condemn my friends and burn them in hell for all of eternity. That, that thought bugged me. Um, so when I got older and I kept studying religion and consciousness and spirituality and God, I, I was always really connected to spirit and, and that kind of thing. And it's like something about this story just feels off to me. Um, and so you know, getting into the God now, like connecting back into the spirit. I think we've lost spirituality um, and, and that thing because of, you know, old school religions and it's okay. If you're religious, have your own beliefs. I'm not trying to knock beliefs. I'm just trying to say that for me in my own experience that, you know, God is, is beyond that human being that, that mm-hmm. message from a master, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Muhammad, whoever that was, um, they were embodying that mastery of connecting to that higher power, to nature, to the force, to will. And I can connect to that. Um, but I, I was really, a, you know, saying, okay, God, nature, like this mysterious thing that I'm in, you know, I'm cool with that and I'm calling that in. And I think that's really powerful. And, and we're not doing it because some people were, a lot of people were, were in a religious situation and they disconnected from that. They, you know, there's something around and that's where humans come in and they do human things. Even when you learn like martial arts, I've learned martial arts from masters. You know what I mean? It's my interpretation of a master. You're going to get a human to a human to a human. And you get that in a religion. It's like this connection to God, but we all have that. You know what I mean? It's nature. You go sit in the grass and you're connected to God. So I'm kind of rambling about that. But I think it's important because people are, you know, not using it because they had a, an idea. Oh, you're raised Catholic. Oh, you're raised Baptist. Or you're raised Muslim. Oh, you're raised like this. And I didn't, you know, there's something about the story that didn't resonate. So they just knocked God because they associated with the bearded guy or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can kind of get past that, in my view, and connect to the source, the essence, that thing that beats your heart, the thing that beats a little girl's heart, you know what I mean? You look at a, a, look at a a four-year-old girl that's a, you know, a Muslim, a Catholic, uh, you know what I mean? A KKK, you know, kid doesn't understand enough yet to be, you know, whatever indoctrination she's about to get. They're pure, you know what I mean? They have that life force in them and they're connected to God and spirit just as they are. They don't need a human idea in there to connect to divinity. They don't need to go through a process to do that. They already are and you already, you already are is also. Mm-hmm. You guys want to add on to that? I didn't, I didn't form a question, but I wanted to just share all that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're all connected. We it's innate and our mind is it. Our mind is not accepting that all the time. You know, my mind is not accepting that. I'll speak for myself. And, um, but you're right. We're, we're all connected. It's there. It's innate. It's, our innate intelligence. It's the more that we can allow it to do its thing and to that intelligence to express through us, through whatever way, whether we feel it in our heart, whether we use kinesiology or, you know, we just know that it's true through our innate, our innate knowing, you know, the more that we can tap into that, ask God's help, ask forgiveness and then be grateful for it all to come forward. It's like we've, we've kind of hit the high points here in this, 
in this talk and they're they're just basics I'm just going back to the basics and we've yeah. been in we've been in a high field for a long time I don't, I don't know about you I'm starting to like I need to find my magnesium and my essential fatty acids and <laughs> you know nutrify yeah. my nerves um, <laughs> yeah no definitely and and I yeah the the even with the, when we were getting to those you know god please help statements that was like the the peak and I just wanted to run it off like a little bit more and and um so I feel like this has been brilliant and I want to thank both of you for coming because uh what a oh, I got to figure out a better word for it. what a spiritual meat and potatoes uh conversation <laughs> this was you know about meaning and purpose and thinking thinking about stuff that is important mm-hmm. <laughs> you know let's do that help people. This is all good stuff. Um, I appreciate you both for your work and these statements. Um, we didn't, you know, we didn't dive it too much into the text. So, you know, you guys can, um, share whatever you want. I'll just open the floor to you gentlemen for closing statements or anything you wish that they asked, or you want to add on to where they can find you. So feel free to um, elaborate as much or as little as you would like. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start and give you the final word there, Clayton. Sure. Well, I, I appreciate you, Matt, for, just diving in and helping us get to these core, you know, these core truths. It's, it's your passion for the truth that's, that's driving this. It's really, uh, it's beautiful to be a part of. Um, you know, and it, as a core for our belief is that we are powerful and every human is, is powerful. And this FLFE, you know, it's just helping us helping create a field so we don't have to take as much energy to, to, to clear things out. And we honor that, that innate intelligence and that we, we provide a free trial. So we, we say, try it, see what it's like. There's no credit cards. There's no obligation of any kind. And it's a gift really from us to try the field, be in it and see what you think and then, and do what you, you feel is best. So flfe.net's the website and there's a free trial there for both a property, a home, and for a cell phone. And we create a field around a cell phone that you can carry with you. Uh, and it creates a, creates a 300 foot field around the phone. So we're just, you know, again, just feel blessed to be a part of this meeting of the three of us and really appreciate your, 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 uh, just your exploration of what's, what's, what it means to be human and, and, and try to, try to live a, try to move forward in this life. Thank you. Thank you too. Yeah, it's been amazing. Mm. Appreciate it. Appreciate both of you. Clayton. Yeah, I remember when we met at uh, in Austin at the Conscious Media Festival, and we had a um, kind of a booth there. I guess you could say we had a regular FLFE zone, and then we had an an 850 FLFE zone. And you know, Matt walked up, and he was like, "Oh, what do you guys do?" We started talking, and and uh, right away, it's like, "Yeah, let me try it." So I was there was like no pretense on your part. You, you were just willing to to try it. And so I just appreciated your willingness at that time to see what it was about. And, uh, you know, we had a good time talking about things. I think you might've sat in the different zones, but that's what I remember about you is you're just willing to, to try something because you're committed to grow. And it was, you know, a lot of people at conferences, they're very hesitant and yes, we have a booth and we understand that, you know, people are, are selling things there. And I have my own resistance to, to that process, selling in and buying, but you just were very unpretentious and you just said, yeah, let me try it. So it was, that was interesting. I remember that about you and I guess this God thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Buddhist, but I do remember Buddhist, uh, a Buddhist line that said, it's best not to use a particular Buddhist saying that said, it's best not to use God because of all the, things that have been done in history in the name of religion. And so I've done a lot of clearing on the word God, so I'm comfortable with it. And I would just encourage us all to find a word that we do feel comfortable with. You could say it's the heart. You could say it's nature. You could say, you could find anything that you believe is a power greater than yourself that you're calling upon for help. 
So you can call it divinity. You can call it your saint or your guru and archangel. The point is to reach out to something greater than you for help. Um, the reason we talk so much about kinesiology is because we have thousands of people and I think 40 plus countries around the world in our service, thousands and thousands. And people want to know that we're being careful, I think, and we're being conscientious about what we do because we have this powerful technology and the stewardship of that is a, is a big responsibility. And if, if we weren't good at kinesiology, I don't think I would want to do this business. I don't think people should have that much power to influence without really being able to get down and measure the truth of things. Now you can, maybe if we followed the perennial philosophies or the common themes throughout all religions and, you know, that are loving throughout history, we could probably do a decent job and do no harm, but to really do an extraordinary job, you need to find a way to measure what's the truth. And so that's the, that's why we talk so much about kinesiology because it's our way of finding the truth. Now, you know, if we had this service and instead of us using kinesiology, we had 10 people sitting around meditating and everybody felt into their hearts what was truer than another, there would be some process of discernment you could come up with to help you get more and more refined with truth. That's just our process. There's many ways. I don't know if it's the ultimate way, but it's, it's a way of helping bridge the Western mind with the Eastern experience of life. So we have numbers and we have quantify, quantifiable ways of backing up our, um, our assumptions about things. We make an assumption, we test if it's true, we do our research, we write it out, write it out, and we eventually we get these elegant statements. So kinesiology doesn't have to diminish anybody else's experience of truth. It's just our way of doing it in a way that is as transparent as we can make it because if you learn to do kinesiology, you can measure these things for yourself and then you can trust your own connection. You don't have to rely on anybody else's, including ours. So it's the most transparent way we know to be judicious stewards of the technology. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been a really great conversation. I appreciate both of you for coming on. I appreciate your work. I appreciate your intention and I appreciate your mother effing action. A lot of people think about things and they want to do it and they're afraid to do it. Now, if you're not doing anything, it's okay, but you guys are taking action and I appreciate that. And you're doing the best you can. And that is awesome because we got to take action um, to make a change in our own lives. And we got to take action to make a change in the world. And when we start doing that as individuals and as communities, we will change uh, the lives of others and we'll change this whole planet. You know, if you think about 50, think about just like 10 years of everybody just working together. You know, I just use like team earth, you know, if aliens come down, they're like, Hey guys, you know, just like stop murdering each other and trying to steal crap from each other. You know what I mean? And, and we come together and you know, we do like a whole Avengers thing, but we could have peace on this planet now. Um, if we can just get out of that, like that fear. You know, and so I appreciate your intention and, and the integrity that you're um, choosing to hold and, and, and doing your best with the information you have to make a positive impact. That's, you know what I mean? That's the trifecta right there. Good job, gentlemen. So um, uh, thanks for coming on. I invite everybody to check out um, their website. You guys gave me a link. I'll link it up in the, in the show. Um, and if you have any questions, reach out to um, me or the boys. So uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. And uh, we'll see everybody in the next one. Have an amazing day. <laughs>All right, everybody, that wraps up that amazing two-parter with Clayton and Jeffrey. I hope that you found it valuable. I thought that the second part of that podcast, we really get into it, you know, those talking about invoking God and spiritual will and increasing self-love and worth. Like, it just was so on point for me. And I just really, when he said that about, um, you know, just asking God for help, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yes, it's so simple. 
Jeepers, creepers. Um, but we do live in the mystery, you know, and, and sometimes we forget to connect to whatever that power is for you. Um, but it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks, the simplicity of it, and just, uh, you know, made me realize that, like, throughout the day, there's a lot of times I can connect with whatever that divine nature is for me, creator, God, source, spirit, uh, universe, you know, however you identify with that, but using that higher force, that higher power, and just, you know, calling it in more often Um, because the the analogy of losing control and knowing you're about to die you definitely ask god for help i've had several near-death experiences um actually the last one i didn't ask for help but that's a long story i just was kind of like okay like up to you (laughs) so there's like this surrender but i do recall uh, a couple hairy situations yeah where i definitely asked god for help i was like please 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 help me because if this goes wrong i am in big trouble so anyways i'm rambling to myself i just want to appreciate or send my appreciation and gratitude for you listening thank you so much um if you want to support the podcast please share this please leave a review on itunes um become a patron that helps so much thank you to all my patrons just go to patreon.com forward slash matt belair um check out the website sign up for the email list do all that kind of good stuff get the lucid dreaming if you wish and um i'm just gonna close it out here um check out david lombear send as well lonebearsarts.com he's truly amazing and he definitely needs our help and he's requesting it and i'm doing my best to give him a platform to share his message to share his teachings because um they're ancient they're beautiful it's congruent as far as i can see is mind-blowing as heck um so uh yeah so check it out so thank you guys so much for listening so let's come to a powerful state of peace and, and coherence so wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing taking a deep breath in through your nose Hold that breath with the intention of coming to total peace and presence now. And just let that breath out slowly with all the limitations, all the self-doubts, all the self-criticisms, all the task lists and the mental chatter, just letting that all go. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. Holding that breath and just feeling total peace and total relaxation now from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes. Feeling totally peaceful and present in this moment right now. Letting that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking in one more deep breath in through your nose, holding that breath and just imagining living a life of love and appreciation, of gratitude, of happiness and of connection with spirit, realizing that you are a powerful creator, that the entire universe is on your side, that you are supported, loved and taken care of. I'm sending all of my love, my appreciation, my well wishes and just see yourself living your life going about today and the next few days in a state of joy and peace and surrender and confidence and connection. So there you guys go. There you have it. Uh, This two-parter. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, Have an amazing day, and I'll see you in the next episode.